amazingly clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this will actually help us. So we'll have to worry about finding our footing yeah. during this podcast. There needs to be a racist retard on the show. What? Yeah, there always <laughs> needs to be a racist retard. They will not. will place us. <laughs> 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 Folks, these are just bits. Folks, welcome to the Lao Boys, uh, the official Replace Dalton Challenge 2020. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> we have our first contestant. <laughs> Hell yeah! How long's Dalton gone for? Forever. For a yeah. lot, yo, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll the see. the. Mentally challenged iron grip of Dalton Pruitt has finally loosened. We're not because he's bad at the show, but because he may or may not be addicted to meth. <laughs> and this, yeah, he he broke the one carnal rule of Loud Boys, making us look bad. <laughs> never make the Loud Boys yeah. look bad. Never make me or Robbie ever look. Bad. We've never, yeah, the Loud Boys has never looked. No one's ever said that we're bad ever. Definitely, no one's made Facebook statuses about us. Literally, as soon as we started the show, we have a a, a if they if they do that, they'll probably get canceled one day. Yeah, they'll probably have someone write a Medium article about them one day. Yeah, more like an XXL article because they're fat. <laughs> Who made fun of us? No, it wasn't actually fat. I mean, fat guys have definitely have. I, we were just talking about on Reddit. People have complained about me, and those guys are fat for sure. Yes, yeah. but um, there's never been an. Let's just see person. a man. Let's just say a man who had a Medium article written about him oh. <laughs> posted about the Loud Boys. Well, well, well. What comes around goes around. That's right, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden was not happy when the Loud Boys podcast started. No, no. He's like, that was my name for my campaign, the Loud Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we single-handedly pretty much got him into the office. Mm. That's oh. true. Yeah, we did it. it we, we did like- it. We did it. <laughs> And then we, we all went to Times Square yeah. to celebrate. I know. Matt. Matt's here, host of Comedy Fight Club. And oh, yeah. Matt, Dalton, and I all went to Times Square to celebrate. Uh, but before the celebration, Matt told me, Joe Biden is horrible. <laughs> and it was I, so funny. It we wasn't were, just me. Dalton, like, I feel like every couple of minutes, we'd be, like, celebrating. And, like, everyone's partying. We're drinking White Claws. And then one of us would turn to the other and go, Joe Biden sucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dalton and Matt just wanted to party. I was the only Biden bro out there. Yeah. I yeah. was like, hell yeah, moderate liberalism. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah, Joe. You were at Times Square earlier. In the I was day. at Times Square, and I was like overwhelmed by the number of people that were already there in the afternoon. So I was like, "I'm, I'm out of here, dude." I think, it, I think there was less people yeah. there at night. Yeah, it's like I yeah. don't believe enough in in Joe Biden's presidency to contract COVID doing this. Yeah, you know? no, I think me and Dalton were like, "COVID's over." Joe Biden's president. Yeah, we yeah. All truly, Robbie, truly yeah. the intellectual dark web stance. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Robbie just actually liked Joe Biden. Dalton and I were celebrating the end of coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, who knows with all the restaurants and everything. Yeah, now at this point, they're talking about a second lockdown coming. Does that mean, like, everything, like, retail and everything locked down again? Yeah. I don't know. Yep. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're probably going to instigate it before Thanksgiving to try to prevent more holiday travel. I think that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, definitely. I might have to take my own life. <laughs> that's the only way I'll be free of wearing a mask. Yeah. Do you think if I kill myself, that would still... That was funny that like they would bury you in a mask the day after the election. They were like, hey, vaccines coming. (laughs) Like that was crazy. It's like they couldn't. It's like they they make no effort to conceal the agenda at this point. Also, I am kind of so sick of uh, the entire pandemic that I'm like, if it was a liberal hoax and they're just going to give us a vaccine out of Biden's president, I'm like, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) I'll take. take, uh, If it's a liberal hoax, good hoax. This is one of the better ones ever. What's going to happen? Am I now not going to have faith in the U.S. government all of a sudden? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and even like 9-11. Bush left some left some sloppy clues there. Building yeah. 7. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Don't you live in apartment 7 of Sci-Town? Yeah, 7. Should I not have said that on the podcast? <laughs> I'm on floor 7. Floor 7. Yeah. Okay. I didn't say the building. It could be any apartment. It could be any building. It's building 9-11. Building 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pitching my new movie, Hubie 9-11. Hubie 9-11. Oh, no. Did you? Who is it? Is it a retard he's, who he's feels... like a fucking security guard. Yeah. Exactly. That's how, yeah. <laughs> Every he nine like, eleven, like he has like a fucking yeah. radio. His radio picks up like the fucking chatter of like yeah. we're going to crush it into the towers. Yeah. Oh, oh it's an inside job. Every nine eleven, this is actually from my around. stand up. I feel bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just running around protecting all the skyscrapers in New York. Every nine eleven. Yeah. And then at the end, it's and then the, there's a post credit scene where it's the prequel to Rain Over Me. And instead of a thermos, he has a black box. <laughs> <laughs> it all takes place in the Sandlerverse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alan Covert is Benjamin oh. Netanyahu. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Swartzen's Bin Laden for some reason. <laughs> no, Rob Jeez. Schneider's Bin Laden. No, no, yeah, if, uh, if anyone would put on brown face, Rob Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's me, uh, Dick Cheney. Uh, (laughs) Nick Swartzen's Bin Laden, and Rob Schneider's the guy who says you can do it when Bin Laden has doubts. Guys, I don't know. I kind of want to chicken out. You can't do it! (laughs) Guys, but so many people are going to (laughs) die. He makes no effort to have, like, any kind of, like... Middle Eastern accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like guys, bits lifted entirely. I'm from starting to think, bit. is this like the wrong thing to do? <laughs> <laughs> the security guard is just Kevin James and his Paul Blart mall cop yeah. get up. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to Tower Three. Paul, there's no Tower Three. <laughs> oh, who man. else is in the Sandler verse? That's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think who else. We got Norm. In. Norm's been in there. Yeah, it was just Hubie, uh, David Spade. Oh, probably Kevin, oh yeah. Up. Kevin Nealon could play George W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect casting. Yeah. <laughs> and Norm's Cheney. Oh Norm is <laughs> Kevin Nealon yeah. is like smoking a joint as Bush. I know. Uh, I know Afghanistan did this, but think about this. What about uh, Iraq? Oh, Tim. Me- <laughs> Tim Meadows, Colin Powell. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. We got to invade Iraq, man. <laughs> Larry David's daughter. Now that's a yeah. woman I know is hot and of age. Yeah, yeah. nice little little girl, thin thighs. What mm. more could you? She want? also fucked Pete Davidson. Yeah, she just. How uh, many internet yeah. girls? Pete Davidson's just fucking the female comics of hot guys. That's Do you not, know what I mean? Yeah. Like the hot guy yeah. female comics. Yeah. Her fucking the girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, just girls the internet likes. Oh, that's why the internet hates him so much. Yeah, he's it's taking like, it's not why the internet yeah. hates him. The internet hates him because his dad was involved in 9-11. And anyone that died... Invol- you mean a victim of? Uh, I mean involved in the fucking masquerade of it all. Yeah. I, I, he was I, one of the crisis actors? Of course, dude. It's ISIS all so actors. Convenient. His dad's probably ISIS like... Actor. Yeah. yeah his dad's probably on some fucking desert island drinking Mai Tais out of a coconut thinking about how much yeah. his son's comedy sucks and how he's so glad. Like the end of the town or something? Yeah. <laughs> like he got he pulled off the end of parasite <laughs> it's like damn dude i'm glad my i'm glad my son thinks i'm dead yeah <laughs> yeah he's imagine like, like being so unfunny your dad would rather like 
pretend to be dead. <laughs> like my comedy rocks, and my dad is like, "Damn, I'm alive and well." You know the stories of like a dad who leaves his son's life, and then he becomes a big football player, and the dad reaches out. Yeah. Well, it's like that, except he saw Pete Davidson on <laughs> SNL and decided not to reach yeah. out. I, I love Joe doing observational comedy about his own lies. Like, can you believe this thing happened? <laughs> like, what? Why the fuck is Pete Davidson? Can you imagine Pete Davidson's dad being actually alive? It's a no, fun his bit. Dad that is alive. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And like now, like Davidson's worried because. He realized what happened uh, when Steve Renazizi got busted for lying about 9-11. So he's like, oh, I'm just biding my time. I better fuck as many beautiful women as I can. Man, they're that all they're all on in the heist. Ocean's 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Renazizi still does stuff, though, right? Um, not nearly as... No. Yeah, I'm sure not what was the last? Much, yeah, yeah, what was the last big role he got? I mean, I don't know. Maybe his career would have sputtered anyway. But that he did—he definitely took a hit. I would yeah. say that was a weird cancel culture because there was no like real victims. Everyone was just like, "What the fuck? Well, why the, was like, why I, the hell did you lie about that?" I and think it, was it was weird because like people did survive 9/11, like me. That's true. You were there. No, but I was in California. Yeah. <laughs> you did just, survive it. The, the day just made a big emotional impact. I was yeah. like, whoa, I shouldn't have to go to school. Technically, most of us survived 9-11. That did suck. Yeah. We had to go to school that day. Dude, it's insane. All right, we're back. I replaced the batteries. I'm thinking we're back. I'm thinking we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Allah, we were talking about 9-11. Oh, yeah. What a great day. Yeah. No, yeah, that sucked. I remember my roommate or my classmate was like, can we just watch the news? And the teacher was like, no, we have to learn about fucking algebra. Guess what I'm still talking about today? 9-11, yeah. not algebra. Well, so you guys were in California, so you knew it happened before you went to school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found out in the middle of the day because I was in uh, Queens. Oh, right, yeah. Um, it was like before lunch. So yeah, it was like 9 o'clock, but we didn't find out until like 10 or 11. Like I just remember kids were leaving. Wow. Like parents were coming and picking up their kids oh, yeah because you're in new york though too, yeah so it must have been a lot scarier yeah parents are coming and picking up their kids and no one knew why and then like one of our teachers told us what happened i lived like across the street and my parents had work so i still like i would go to the library after school that was on the same block my parents picked me up from there damn but i had like no i and i just did that same routine so i didn't really have much of a concept when i was also like 10 damn poor little matt dude just a little baby dude yeah like the the idea of shitting your pants wasn't completely lost upon you. <laughs> See, I was a fucking manly teenager, dude. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, "Can I go home?" Look at Joe. I was like, a, I was a, uh, pants as a I was a sophomore in high school, mm. and I was like, "Can I just go home, dude? I gotta go home and get like, finger somebody." Yeah, dude. That I gotta you, go, dude. That's teenage Joe. <laughs> I gotta hey, <laughs> go finger somebody. I got somebody. some surge to fucking drink, man. Bro, I can't fucking. Hang I got out Call here. of Duty to play. I got surge to drink. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know who did 9-11, but I'm going to get to the bottom of who's the master chief, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we didn't even have those games available. I had to play Team Fortress Classic, but back then it was just called Team Fortress. That's true. People, yeah, Call people of Duty think of things pre and post 9-11, but it really should be pre and post Halo 1. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's like honestly, <laughs> that, was, the that was a huge turning point. That pre was and a, post way PS2. more of a paradigm shift. How much yeah. multiplayer did you play 2001 to 2003? Not yeah. a lot. No. <laughs> just. <laughs> just multiple controllers really on n64 yeah <laughs> oh yeah. my god the first n64 controller fucking sucked dude remember that yeah 
You know what? It was the third-party controllers that they made for Nintendo 64 that were better. Yeah. That they were better shaped for your hand. Like, the official Nintendo 64 controller Her- horrific. sucked. But there was, like, a Mad Cat's controller. It's so funny because they designed Mario 64, which still is a pretty good 3D game. But then they were like, okay, let's describe, let's make the controller. A huge M shape with, like, a joystick in the middle and no buttons. That's All right. the only Mario Kart I'm very good at, that 64. N64 one. Because yeah. I still had my N64 hooked up until, like, at least a couple like couple years you ago. Only bought it because you thought you could say the n-word 64 times yeah that's why it. i got it <laughs> <laughs> and i only always race against donkey kong so i can say it <laughs> um but yeah i played super smash weathers and mario kart on n64 for like way past the like time anyone was playing it so then the newer ones come out and i'm never as good on the newer platforms yeah but well, I think I probably played them so much that I know those like yeah. tracks. It's funny to get worse at Mario Kart as you age. Yeah, <laughs> you got to adapt to the new gaming. Well, that's the cool thing about X Xbox controllers are fundamentally the same because like they. I mean, it's perf the perfect number of buttons. It's Nintendo's the only one that ever fundamentally changes their controller layout every, right every yeah new yeah ps ps sony is like all right we yeah. got the ps2 controller and we are never updating it ever yeah, again yeah. we Look, nailed it's it. a good controller it's, it's a, a great, great controller. controller yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we dude just three guys just geeking out on about the, the video good games. Con- not even the games yeah. the controllers yeah. <laughs> yeah well dude i just got an well the cool thing about xbox controllers is that it, they seamlessly uh, integrate with uh computers so mm. my PC, like I just have a Xbox controller, even though I haven't had an Xbox system in forever. Really? And it just immediately connects to my computer and I can just play video games with it immediately. Everything syncs. It's so cool. Uh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in Nintendo, I remember there was N64 and then uh, my friend had GameCube, which is a completely different controller. GameCube was, yeah, that was different. Yeah. GameCube had a cool and controller, na- but yeah, it's kind of funky. And it was now, a little like, too big for what yeah. it was. Uh, a little too colorful. Dial it back, <laughs> Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now like Nintendo Switch is like they just can't decide on a controller <laughs> at like, all. How like, about half a controller? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, but how then, about like, uh, yeah. how about a they're remote like, control? Oh my god, they're getting too Japanese. These are now nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> but then like uh, Nintendo Switch also has like an external controller yeah. that you connect to, and it looks exactly like the Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah. So now like yeah. it's all becoming like the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nintendo sells their own controllers, and then the good controller, which Isn't they there, ripped off from. Switch has got the little, like, yeah. tiny one. Yeah. But then, like, you can get, like, uh, you can just, like, sync a different, like, basically, you could probably sync an Xbox controller to it since it's all Bluetooth. Really? Yeah. Folks, I'm trying to play some sex box. You know what Damn. I mean? <laughs> Wait, of the new game systems, which one are you? We're just going to go which one are we gonna? Which one are we going to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Mary, fuck, kill. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation 5. Xbox and or Switch. Switch. Well, Switch is the one for girls, so I'm definitely going to fuck that. Switch mm. is like, yeah, Nintendo's always like your entry-level game system. Yeah. Mm. Animal it, Crossing yeah. is like the game for girls. Animal Crossing is yeah. like the girls and gay guys well, game it, now. It's, yeah. like, it's like a game for people that don't play video games. So they mm. like Animal Crossing because it's like low stakes. You're just It's basically just hanging out. and It's cute. Yeah. It's like very cute. Yeah. It's just like cute hanging out and decorating. It's mm-hmm. the Sims for gay people. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a more accessible version of The Sims. I was hoping it was an adaptation of Rob Schneider's The Animal. (laughs) (laughs) I was so disappointed when it wasn't that. (laughs) Animal Crossing. Rob Schneider had a run of like three movies where I guess South Park pointed this out, but it was just like 
what, what if Rob Schneider was like a different thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, they were just like, we, we just got to find the right platform to make Rob Schneider a leading man. Which is yeah. funny because that's a ripoff of a different SNL character. Like, like Chris Kattan did that. Then you have like Animal Boy. Uh, it yeah. was it, who was it? There was Jim Mango Brewer. the Gay Guy. Yeah, mm. Mango the Gay Guy, and then oh, Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers, Animal Boy too. Uh, it's also like they didn't Goat even, Boy. They, yeah. Goat Boy was um, Goat, the uh, uh, what's his name? Damn, in Jim, the late nineties, Jim Brewer was Jim Brewer. Yeah, yeah, there's so yeah, much yeah. comedy of just like a man being an animal. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that, that, and then on the drama side, there was Animorphs. This was yeah. a huge, huge cultural moment. They that went talks like about. that's why furries yeah. are furries, so yeah. Yeah. predominant yeah. now. Everyone's like, "Oh, where'd furries come from?" Uh, yeah, because we were raised on Goat Boy. <laughs> yeah. It all comes back, and to everyone when, yeah. wanted to fuck Goat Boy. Yeah, Rob Schneider. It didn't even like it wasn't even different kinds of animals. It was completely different. It was like, what about an animal? Didn't work. What about a hot chick? Nope. What no. about a gigolo? Like. <laughs> <laughs> What about a man from Europe? Yeah. And then it was <laughs> never just yeah. like a yeah. regular dude doing. Yeah. The only time now, he was now he's settled on a nice supporting, uh, uh, consistent supporting roles of doing like yellow face and stuff. Well, yeah, remember he was also in. Uh, he was in Demolition Man. He had a great supporting role in Demolition Man. Uh, I didn't see. I don't think I saw that. Uh, that was a fun yeah. one, dude. I liked it. it Sylvester like- Stallone winds up fucking a a bunch of years in the future. Yeah. And uh, Rob Schneider and Sandra Bullock play like future cops. Mm. Oh, whoa! It's fun, whoa. dude. It's a fun. That's Schneider getting the, in the mix there. Yeah, it was like well, he wasn't. He didn't really. It was. He wasn't like. <laughs> he wasn't like the Stallone man <laughs> in the future making an arrest. <laughs> because, like, it, it was like. They were trying, like, he was uh, just doing, it was sort of like his role in... uh, Demolition Man, Demo, (laughs) Demo Rooney. It's funny that he, like, he he started off as, like, small roles in Adam Sandler movies. Let's try and make him a leading man. Nope, let's just have him do small roles in Adam Sandler movies. what's funny is, if you ask people who were, like, like, lived at the time, like, Rob Schneider was a way bigger breakout star on SNL than Adam Sandler. Like, for, like, a few years, yeah. I was never, like, a big SNL person. Adam Sandler and Chris Farley got fired from the show. Like, they weren't big hits. Hits. Yeah, Snyder, they were, like, I mean Snyder. He also had like that really? bit role in Home Alone too, and that kind of gave him some buzz because yeah. he was like, I mean, it was wow. Like, another thing Rob Schneider yeah. and the president have in common. They're both in Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But I mean, like, yeah, he was down like, the yeah. hall and to the left. Yeah, Rob Schneider's big. Like, I don't know if I'd say right wing, but he's like something like he's n- like a on Twitter. soft R Republican. Yeah, a soft A Republican. He's like anti. <laughs> he's anti-vaccine, right? Uh, I think he's probably just been. I think he's tweeted stuff just like what What's wrong with asking questions like yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah. yeah, it's like I think we should do it, but I think we should look into it. He's first. one of those guys who's never said they like Trump, but it's pr- like I'm pretty sure they like Trump. Yeah, the yeah. writing's on the wall. Pete Davidson's dad never died in 9/11, and Rob <laughs> Schneider is a die-hard Trump, Trump supporter, supporter. Yeah. who would kill anyone that spoke ill of mine president mine president a wrestler in wwe who is actually the rocks like niece or cousin tweeted today or posted on our instagram story today the covid vaccine is 90 percent effective after eight months of development the flu vaccine is 40 percent effective after 70 years of development i'll go with my immune system it's 99.9 percent effective god made my immune system i trust him the most <laughs> oh, dude, she ended it saying jabroni yeah. <laughs> if you smell can you smell the side effects yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give that COVID-19. Yeah. 
If you take, you the, can the, take you, that vaccine, turn that some yeah. bitch sideways, stick it straight up your candy ass. This will give you autism. <laughs> <laughs> you will become retarded. <laughs> can you smell what George Soros is cooking? <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. I've been working on my rock impression. Yeah. Yeah. This you working vaccine, at it all? No, yeah, I actually have been, but it has not been paying off. <laughs> why do you say that, Robert? You know why. <laughs> don't don't bait me into saying I'm out of shape. Come on, dude. Don't say that. Robert, please. I am. But I'm getting there. It'll be bad. Thank I'll be God. Back. That's what I've it's only been back about. in the gym for a month. Give me some yeah. time. And the gyms are about to close down, dude. You got to get some at-home workout equipment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You should get a little kettlebell. And I, just, I exited out by treating the entire weekend as my cheat meal. <laughs> 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 it's Friday at 4 p.m. I can eat whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. um. But uh, yeah, Rob Schneider, he was like this because I didn't follow SNL like that. Because Adam Sandler, I've seen like yeah, the he opera, was huge. He opera was... man is big yeah. now. In hi- is it that Sandler... now Adam Sandler's more light? So in hindsight, we look at his SNL stuff I more think can- positively. Canteen Boy was legitimately like a big sketch, but yeah, otherwise it was like yeah, people really like if you read SNL coverage at the time, they like uh, like people are like they're ruining the show. You got to get these guys off. Whoa. Yeah. The Seth Simons of the time. It literally did not was like a him. complete precursor to Seth Simons. They did this like uh, they had this. There's a famous New Yorker article where this guy spent an undercover or he was like an embedded reporter like all week with the cast, and it was just a savage takedown of all of them. Like he was just like, I hate Chris Farley, I hate Adam Sandler. These guys are ruining the show, and if they and they they got fired. Thing is, like, uh, yeah, that but, stuff but like in the '80s, like bef- like Schneider, like the late '80s, yeah. Schneider had like the making copies guy was huge. Like, yeah. Uh, and he was like cast a ton in a bunch of the sketches. Yeah. So Dennis a, Miller's another guy who people retroactively dislike. No, but, but he like, but he was legitimately good. Like yeah. now because he's Republican, yeah, he's Republican, people don't really talk about how great he was. But yeah. his like black and white special is still like he, yeah. he became great. Republican after nine eleven. Yeah. So yeah. Pete Davidson's dad <laughs> in his effort <laughs> to dismantle American humor faked his own death, and it shocked. Poor Dennis Miller into being Republican. The only thing yeah. dumber than being Muslim is having a rock up your ass. All right, Chachi? <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. That's the only thing dumber than AOC. Oh, that, that stands for always on correct. Fuck, I fucked that up. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't know. You know, do you remember Dennis Miller? Yeah. Dennis Miller is also, I don't mean to talk serious about SNL, but yeah, at the time he was like, like all alt comics hate Dennis Miller, but they're all kind of doing Dennis Miller. Like yeah. references and sarcasm smug, yeah. and being smug and shit yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, the Dennis person in the room. Right. Dennis Miller's and black and white album is very alt, today alt. People don't fuck with his uh, weekend up, or uh, give his weekend update respect because Norm kind of did the same thing but better, but he did like turn it into like, a comedian telling jokes on SNL. Like before yeah. that, it was like really sketchy. It was like yeah, more hmm. sketchy, like trying to emulate a newscaster in his yes, delivery. Exactly. Like yeah. if you watch the fucking Dan Aykroyd, uh, yeah. Jane Curtin ones, it's like goofy and silly and like, oh, we're newscasters. Yeah. Uh oh, something went wrong. Like yeah. uh, a good example is like how Kevin Nealon would deliver the news. Like in other news today, you know, blah blah blah. President Bush said this, and it's delivered the way with the pauses, the way a news anchor would. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. Dennis Moe was like, hey, everybody, uh, how's yeah. it go? It's the weekend. I'm just a yeah. comic guy. Yeah. Don't really like the Look, characters. these are yeah. these are just jokes, folks. We're just uh, we're working on some. Yeah. You, you know, it's kind of funny that the only you thing worse than Gaddafi is you know <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of that kind of thing. It's really good. Robbie's really good at Dennis Miller setups. <laughs> 
They call me Dennis Mill. <laughs> so it's funny the trajectory that like news anchors were all serious with gravitas, and you had SNL people doing that, and then SNL people became like comedians. Oh and now God. newscasters try and be SNL Weekend Update people. It's like the clowns are running the news, and the news are running the clowns. Oh, <laughs> oh no! And the president. Let's just call him the. Uh, Circus, the ringleader in chief, <laughs> P.T. Barnum. Yeah, there it is. The greatest showman. Uh, it's crazy when you look back at. I like, can't believe that like those four hundred thousand illegal votes in Pennsylvania. Yeah, crazy. That's I so can. crazy, dude. <laughs> I, it's so funny. P.T. Barnum had all these quotes from like the late eighteen hundreds about yeah. like being a carny yeah. that are all still entirely applicable today. Yeah, because it's all just about scamming people. Like the the big oh he's fam- like one of the greatest con artists yeah ever. the famous the big his most famous quote was the um you'll never go broke underestimating Made the it. intelligence of the American people and like all of his quotes are like all these like con artist things yeah. that 120 years later still will work he's like yeah totally I mean yeah he and didn't he like invent snake oil too like literally he would sell fake snake oil mm-hmm. like, I think so I think he coined yeah. that. And he like got the and he won in the end. Like that fucking movie is huge about him. And he's like portrayed as like a great handsome man who everyone loves and could sing and dance. Uh-huh. The, yeah, well, because back then without like the internet to poke holes in your lies, this, people that, that just movie came out like in- two years ago. <laughs> no, yeah. um, but I'm saying uh, oh, at the Peter time Barnum, right. there wasn't a lot of like hate for a guy like that because people didn't know everything was a lie. Right. But I right. guess yeah, now talking but it's cr- about but it. But I feel like he's more identified as a con artist than anything, and yet they're like now retroactively. But yeah. that was also like that information came out. Is he the Barnum and Barnum and Bailey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the Bailey is Bailey J? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there's some family connection. <laughs> I mean, everything gets, like, you know, tied back to, like, what, like a handful of families. The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. Yeah. You know. Dwayne the Rockefeller. Yeah, Dwayne the Rockefeller <laughs> Johnson. Now, look at here. We're going to control 80% of the wealth. <laughs> Dwayne the Rothschild Can you Johnson. smell what Dwayne the Jews the... are cooking? Yeah. <laughs> Rothschild is this weird thing now where um, me being Jewish, when I hear someone mention the Rothschilds in my head, I'm like, they're a step away from like saying something really anti-Semitic. Well, right now. it's one of those like uh, technicality correct, but clearly driven by anti-Semitism yeah. kind of things. Yeah, yeah, of course. There's a few things that like you Honestly, can say that same, are the same shit with Soros a little bit. Like, yeah, George Soros is legitimately like a billionaire that has a huge influence in elections. Yeah, yeah. he's but also people blame him. They're like, George Soros controls the weather. It's like, all right, that's clearly just a stand-in for something. Yeah, there's some things that are, like, the actual thing, there's, like, a grain of truth to it. But if you start talking about, like, white is right is an objectively true thing. Right. But then when you get further into it, people (laughs) think you're a racist. Right, right. (laughs) All right, Matt, all right. We need to secure a white family for our children or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But, like, but the Rothschilds do control everything. How about Asher Rothschild? Asher Rothschild? (laughs) (laughs) Would you? Eli, Eli Rothschild. <laughs> I just the, saw the um, real bear Jew. <laughs> have you ever seen Knock Knock? Eight hundred working class scalps. <laughs> that, that, that dumb Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah, it's an Eli Roth movie where Keanu Reeves gets raped by two girls. Uh, sounds like my honeymoon. Seen, yeah, <laughs> I hadn't seen it before. It's very strange. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm raped. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just imagining John Wick in that movie. People are asking me if I got raped. I'm yeah. thinking that. I'm thinking <laughs> I've been raped. Oh, I heard about that movie. Yeah, it's like a horror movie where he gets like slowly raped, right? And then like That's tortured. Like the whole movie. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they systematically destroy his life. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, damn, I hope we learned a valuable lesson about leaving a woman alive after having <laughs> sex with them. That right. party last night was awful crazy. I think she raped him. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Asheroth, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is this the first podcast you're recording since the creek closed? Oh, yeah. We should talk about that. R.I.P. Resting Creek. Yeah. Resting Creek. I'll miss it. I, I really truly Me too. Will. Well, we hung out. We were literally there till the end, Joe. Yeah. Like. I mean, I think I think we were the last. If I, you don't know, the Creek in the yeah. Cave is like this great alt venue. And, and someone actually DM me when I posted my eulogy. They're like, they're like, I feel like you shat on that place so much. And it's like, yeah, I shat on it a lot. But it's only because it's like. When you spend when when you, it's like it was like it's like family a family member you know who you just spend yeah. so much time with you can't help but I didn't spend a ton of time there so I never like I feel like it wasn't necessarily an alt venue it was kind of just a venue that everything kind of happened at it was like a hub it was the, yeah I, it started out as an alt venue I think that's why you yeah. get like a lot of those like old guard alt comics mm. yeah when I first started it. going there um, when I first started doing stand up um, it felt kind of like exclusive but I think what it really was was I was just new and there's no reason Michelle Wolf or Mike Lawrence are going to talk to me and I've yeah. never done it before and maybe this isn't interesting to people who aren't in the New York scene but it was like legitimately like that's where everyone fucking went when it you was got, a when you hangout to New yeah. York yeah. if I walked yeah. yeah if I went in there I would know at least half of the people who were just hanging out there. It's just such a great place. Like if I had nothing to do on a weekend night, I could just go there. You know, yeah. or if I needed to get a mic in before a show, I could always go to the six p.m. show. Or you could something. always yeah. trust it. Like I was, I was pumped when I had my six o'clock mic on Tuesdays there. And there, and there are places like that in L.A., but they were just ne- never as cool and good. And usually they were just for the micers. What was cool about the creek is like you, like everyone went there, like yeah. everybody, which was that, that was that was very cool. How about old Seth Simons, huh? Oh, yeah, he didn't um, like. Yeah, yeah, he tweeted out like, "This is actually very good that it closed." And then he wrote, um, "Said Rebecca Trent has been a gatekeeper." Yeah, he said, "Well, the bright side of today, like, well, a good thing about today, like, he was so happy it closed. He's like, a good thing about today is that Rebecca Trent is no longer a gatekeeper. It's like, dude, you're branding yourself as a comedy journalist, yeah, and you are shitting on a woman whose small business just closed, and not just like what part of you likes Seth Simon's enemy of the Loud Boys." <laughs> He, I um, Tom Myers. Tom Myers also, quote tweeted him and wrote, "Shut yeah. up, fuckface." Damn. <laughs> it also Tom Myers, ally of the Loud Boys. <laughs> he just tweeted about me today. Yeah, uh, d- Tom Myers, free marketing agent of the Loud Boys. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, Seth Simons, now it's like him shitting on the creek has made the rest of the comedy community that didn't already hate him now hate him. Because for a while, yes. if he's just shitting on compound and gas, there's a lot of people in the New York comedy scene and like the woke world who'll be like, well, I don't really like gas or compound either. Yeah, exactly. They agree with him when he, he calls them good racist. targets, honestly. Yeah. But yeah. I think he's really revealed how much of his fucking... Um, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think he picked good targets. I think he picked targets where he'd have some allies. Right. Now he has no allies. That's a, Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't support him like, targeting yeah. any fucking people. There are people that were even say like, you know, even if I had any problems with the creek, like it didn't deserve to be closed. Yeah. You know? 
It's funny how his Tim Dillon takedown piece got like absolutely no traction because <laughs> like comics aren't gonna shit on a guy whose who's star is rising because comics are they don't have any principles, you know? Um, yeah, but uh, comics will still shit on like Tim Dillon's been around like all the clubs and was around like a lot of the people. He came up through the ranks that we want to come up through. Yeah, will, people will shit on some a comic who's rising if they don't like them. Right. True. Yeah, I guess comics have Tim, no Tim problem Dillon's shitting a, on Sarah Cooper. Tim Dillon, yeah, I, I, I take it back about Tim Dillon because, like, or uh, about good targets because Tim Dillon could, is one of those poorest targets you could think of because he doesn't have any like big industry nods. He's just like creating his own audience and it's like, yeah. you know, doing his thing. And, yeah, yeah, I think uh, it's just annoying that that's his whole fucking thing. Is just like. Eh, things I don't like about the New York comedy scene. Yeah. I think you're seeing. Um, he lives in Ohio. Why does he care? He's a bad person. Yeah, I think it's you're seeing a lot of the people. You ever hear the thing where people I hate like, him? <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> He's a bad man. Well, I mean that just showed. I mean, vile, it, vile it man. It is an evil thing to try and bully yeah. a woman who just fucking lost her venue. It's just clearly insecurity and jealousy. Right. He's bitter. Yeah. He didn't make it, and yeah. he's like mad that this stuff, that any of the stuff that he hates, and, is and any like success. if you go on the internet. There's this sex pest Seth hashtag going around. Allegedly, there wouldn't be a hashtag these, if it weren't ac- true. According to these hashtags, he raped a person repeatedly. <laughs> like what? I, I th- these are just That's the not things what I've the hashtag says. Now these are just what I've read on the hashtags, saying he's a sex pest. He's forced himself on women. I don't. I don't know. It's that he, it's he's against ha- interracial marriage. Is does he really say that? There was Yikes. a hash. There was a hashtag I saw that said that. Well, I mean. Look, all I know is like what's on the internet. I've never posted anything about it. I have no horse in the race. I observe everything, and I've seen it, and I've seen these. <laughs> yeah, posts. Joe has never given an opinion on anything ever. I really don't until have a, this yeah. moment. I've, I've been <laughs> so incredibly apathetic, and I can stand by and be silent. No more, man. Joe, I'm asking you politely to stand back and stand by. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Every time I hear that request, I have to comply. <laughs> Almost as if I have a biological desire <laughs> to comply with those requests. I have a biological desire to stand back and stand by. Yeah. You're going to be my sex pest now. <laughs> Damn. Comedy journalist, stand back and stand by. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to be, I'm a comedy journalist too. Yeah. Yeah. I, every time I have a great set, I make a status update. Yeah. And that's breaking news. <laughs> extra, extra, incredible comedian does great. Yeah. See, I think yeah. calling yourself a comedy journalist is the only requirement to being a comedy journalist now. Yeah. What is the. Well, technically, anyone that. Imagine like, being proud of being a comedy journalist. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, come man. On, man. Yeah. You know me. How about find I'm, out? I'm if, a comedy journalist, yeah. man. <laughs> How about instead of like find like instead of shitting on venues that have closed, find out if Joe Biden raped that chick or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he believes that. I, I think he already thinks like unequivocally Joe Biden is a rapist. Mm. Yeah. Well, he. Should that's why that, he supported him because they have something in common. Yeah. He <laughs> should put that in writing then. I think he. I. I mean, he's tweeted. Do you guys think Joe Biden's a rapist? Uh, I don't really know. No, if I did, I would have voted for him. (laughs) (laughs) Again, come on, man. (laughs) I think Joe Biden is a rapist, but I think Trump raped more women. Mm. So I think it was the lesser of two evils. Well, you could have voted for Kanye, who has no rapes on the record. He wasn't on the he wasn't on the ballot, and I accidentally spelled his name with two G's, so I don't know (laughs) if it's valid. That's a new form of racism. <laughs> There's the soft R, the hard R, and now the two G's. <laughs> That's how I like to refer to it. <laughs> I wrote in Kid Rock. 
No, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> did, you, did you vote though, Matthew? No, I actually didn't. I like this that. is the first time uh, in my adult life I haven't voted in the uh, presidential election. Who'd you vote for in sixteen? Um, Gary Johnson, I think. I vote third. I always voted third party. I voted third party too. I voted for that uh, one bitch. What's Joe Jorgensen? No. No, in Jill uh, Stein. 2016. Oh, Jill Stein. Jill Stein in yeah. 16. I voted for Biden this year. I was like, it's not. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, because the third party candidate was a woman this time. Yeah. Well, I voted, I couldn't, I voted that's why I couldn't woman. do it this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I voted for. Oh, yeah, Jill um, Stein was a lady, I guess. I, I, yeah. I did a scumbag. What a kooky th- lady she turned yeah. out to be. Though. I did. Yeah. I did. The, I did the scumbag thing. I'm like, oh, I voted for a woman. All right. Yeah. I just didn't vote for your woman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good. That's a good troll move. Oh, yeah. I, I did vote on the down ballot. I voted for like um, some representative or councilman that was part of the Women's Equality Party. Because I'm like, you may have voted for Hillary Clinton. Do you ever vote for someone from the Women's Equality party. Wow. You're noble. I'm very noble. Yeah. <laughs> now that the creek in the cave is closed, where are we going to hang out and eat tacos? Mm. All the great outdoor shows that Joe hosted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. actually pretty fun. I wasn't there for it, but uh, I yeah. Miss, I actually missed Joe's set. How'd I, it go, dude? Dude, Brooklyn audiences hate me. <laughs> <laughs> they just hated me and they just were staring. It was so awkward because, like, damn, everyone came out here. And they're just not having fun. And it's like, well, fuck, we could all just go home then. And yeah. then, like, eventually it warmed up, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they did. It, just kinda, it sucks. It, like, it's like a reminder of, like, damn, to leave your house to go do comedy and to not have it go well. Well, even the good sets I've had outdoors don't feel good without a low ceiling and a crowd close it's to weird. you. It's, like, I'm looking yeah. around. I see everyone's laughing. I recognize that I'm doing well, but it doesn't feel... The same. The energy's not there. But also that venue had like jazz playing at the same time as the comic. There's like just so many distractions. Yeah. I mean, most. I, I, I mean, I mean that for most of the outdoor shows. I've done a few indoor ones, uh, which I probably shouldn't say where because I think it's illegal. Oh yeah, it's Some gonna be illegal. Just got COVID. He yeah. was doing those indoor shows. And he messaged me and he was like, "Hey mate, I got COVID." <laughs> His name is uh, No Filter Paul. <laughs> New Jersey comedy. It's so funny to get COVID and be called No Filter. <laughs> yeah. It's also funny to do an impression of the guy who got it and just go into the accent. <laughs> I thought we banned flights from England. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. But he was like, hey, mate, I got I got COVID. And, you know, I might have gotten it off the November 5th mark. So just to let you know. Whoa, really? Yeah. Do you get it, do you think? I have it. Fuck, dude. I'm sorry, boys. I'm sorry you had to find out. I guess out I would have already point. gotten it. Mm. I would have had it. And honestly, I get tested every week. Oh, yeah. That's oh, right. aren't the tests like crazy unreliable? Like if you have it, you have it. But there's Shut a lot up, of. Matt. Shut up, 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 Matt. Shut the fuck up, Matt. It's. Fine. And no wonder Dalton left you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys hate me. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he's doing meth Damn. now, right? Yeah, yeah he is. So. He is a crystal meth addict. Yeah. Damn. He's been texting us from Texas. Uh, I like. It seemed every few hours. All right, my cousin's trying to get me to do meth. Should I do it? We. He hasn't done it at this point, but keeps asking. Like, are we gonna change? He's trying to wear us down. I yeah. told him to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, why not, dude? Be a man. It's. I didn't I, realize that meth was such a thing. Down it's. It's there. an easy. It's like a nice little treat. Mm. I've done it. It makes me feel like a big tough man. Really? <laughs> no. What's it like? What's the trip like? I've never done meth, dude. Come <laughs> on, dude. I have my fucking parents, dude. I'm like, I'm a chill white guy. Chill white guys don't do meth. Fucking riled up white guys do meth. 
I'm a chill white guy, man. But don't you do coke? That's not something a chill white guy does. That's a chill white guy thing. No, it's not. Dude, no one does Dude, coke. Dude, look at chill. all the musicians that do coke. Like who? Keith Richards. Not a chill guy. Dude, he's chill. Nah, dude. He is he's an edgy man. David Bowie did Coke. Not very chill either. I also, guess not chill. very masculine, according to Candace Owens. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? Ben Shapiro quote tweeted Harry Styles wearing a dress and was like, actually, this is bad. And it's like Candace All Owens right, tweeted. I, I saw yeah. Candace Owens trending on Twitter because Harry Styles is wearing a dress on Vogue magazine and she said it's not masculine and uh Feminization of about, society, whatever. How about Candace Owen Wilson? Candace Owen Wilson. Wow, Hitler's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, wow. <laughs> Candace Owens is hot. How about, how about mu- Muslim crap? We gotta crash this Muslim country. <laughs> if you could, if, about if, Candace Owen Hart? You it's know just what? Candace Owens we falling from yeah. the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't invade Iraq. We just crashed the party. <laughs> Damn, dude. If you could, if you could spit in Candace Owens' mouth or Tommy Lahren's mouth, who would it be? I think Candace Owens might be hotter. Yeah, uh, Tommy's hot too. Tommy's a hot. Where do all these hot Republican? Yeah, women I'd come love from? to like grab Tommy by the back of her scalp and like yank her head back and then hawk a fat loogie down her mouth. <laughs> right. Shut up, Joe. When Shut up, <laughs> Joe. Shut up, Joe. It's different, dude. God damn it, dude. Just being a hopeless romantic, I guess. Yeah. I think Candace is hotter than Tommy. They're both really hot. They're though. both yeah. really fucking hot. That's yeah. always been like Fox News thing, having like the hot blonde girl who's a Republican. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think a lot of them probably just come from like rich families with like military fathers who are Republican. Yeah. Or just people who like kind of want media careers and they're just cynical. So like, all right, I'll just do this. So it'll be easy. It's all a dog and pony show, man. Nobody actually yeah. like... Uh, what what's her name? Uh, fucking that that scarecrow looking bitch. Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter dates liberals. Thank you. That yeah, he used to say Ann Coulter was hot, and I don't think that's very true. I'm sure. I don't, she was like back in the day yeah. when she was like you know fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, but now. <laughs> All right, Joe. What? <laughs> what are you doing this episode? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I miss bring my it family, dude. I bring it out of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ann Coulter, um, and also there's the one uh, James Carville and Michelle Malkin date, and that's like far oh, right man, and far left. Fucking James Carville, that's like actually fucking a skeleton. Damn, yeah. dude, I would I would probably be married to oh. such like a hateful bitch. Now the thing is, the thing is, you gotta suck my dick. <laughs> Here's the thing: the, the strategy is to suck my penis. <laughs> what about LeBron James Carville? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the greatest of all time. Not even close. I'm the chosen one. I'm the chosen one. <laughs> Michael Jordan, I respect his game, but I'm way fucking better. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> With three people who are alive. <laughs> said, May he rest in peace. Yeah, who, yeah. I was like, who is Joe referring? Oh, they're all they're all alive. <laughs> That's just what Joe says when he can't think of anything. To say. <laughs> May he rest in peace. <laughs> hey, dude, don't reveal the tricks of the trade. Yeah. Joe's like, all right, I have good timing, but no content. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, I that I feel like the internet political people really believe what they're saying. I, the ones who are on TV, depends, maybe dude. not. It depends on, like, Sean they, King is a straight up grifter. Maybe don't yeah. say that, dude. Yeah. He's a cool whatever. He's a cool white like, guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's a cool fake black guy. He's a white guy with a fade. How about Sean Larry King? I'm actually black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black. Give me your money. <laughs> 
Osteoporosis in a gay man. <laughs> black man. Uh, all right. Another another we- another nerdy black guy calling in. Yon line four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm talking about like Candace Owens, Kyle Kalinske, Jimmy Dore, like the big YouTube. Jimmy Dore definitely believes what he thinks. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends. I, I think it's a case by case. Like, well, because I, I think I having a build. I think Tim Pool is grifting people. I think I, I'm not sure about. I feel like when you have to build your own audience, you have to be more honest than as a news anchor. No, I think some people just cynically see uh, that, like. Well, actually, this Dave Rubin, I definitely think is a grifter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dave Rubin and Tim Pool. I don't think Ben Shapiro is quite a grifter, but I think he leaned into Trump because he knew his audience yeah. would like it, and yeah. he'd get more like. M- like money. I was really into some of the like, like first year of Dave Rubin. It was like kind of cool, and then he became just like a basic Republican. Yeah, a few of those intellectual dark web guys are like that, where it's like, look, I because I am a liberal who hates a lot about what liberals are doing. So I like am attached to that, but a lot of them just are like, look, I'm a liberal, but that's that's Tim Pool's thing. He's like full on like the election is a fraud. If we really look at it, it's like yeah. okay, dude, you don't fucking believe that. You're just like you're you're seeing where the money's going. Yeah, or maybe it is the um, and especially those guys who are like Ron Paul to Occupy Wall Street to yeah. to Trump guys. It's like, well, you don't really believe in anything. Yeah, yeah, I could see going. Uh, there was Ron Paul to Bernie people, and yeah. I could see that. I think it's just being anti the system and being confused about what the solution is. I think Tim Pool just saw that these are the places where internet like fan bases are. Yeah, in maybe. My opinion. I haven't followed him too closely. I liked him. Uh, he was on Rogan when they interviewed the. Twitter that was people. good. That's when I. Yeah. That's when I liked him because I was like, this is a pretty good pushback against like Twitter policy stuff. But then like. Once once the election started came, he just he's just like a full on Trump guy yeah. now, and it's like yeah. all right, so you're just a, a stu- he's a Trump guy whose whole thing is like, look, I'm a liberal, but do we really need gay marriage? And it's like, okay, dude, yeah, <laughs> what? yeah, yeah, what a retard. The Supreme Court should be Republican. It's like, all right, what liberal believes that? What are you talking about, yeah. dude? Yeah, it's all yeah. bullshit, dude. People are fucking stupid. So even if they don't believe it, like the fact that he would even say that in public yeah. and expect people to believe it. It's fucking dumb, dude. Dave Rubin and Tim Pool are like the diamond and silk for people who want liberal friends instead of black friends. You know what I mean? Like they're mm. like uh, mm. liberal. They're they're un- they're Uncle Timothy's. <laughs> yeah, <know> what, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think about that because I, I followed kind of Rubin. Uh, I know of Diamond and Silk, but I don't know like that much about them. Uh, and they're just two black women who like Trump. Yeah, right? the whole thing's like. Mm-hmm. Donald did a great job today. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny. And then Trump always retweets them like, such great people. <laughs> <laughs> such amazing women. My African-Americans. My African-Americans. <laughs> I've done more. I've done more for African-Americans than any president since maybe Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe Abraham I remember, Lincoln. Remember that interview where he did where the uh, woman said how Abraham Lincoln freed this lady? And he goes, well, that's debatable. That's debatable. <laughs> Look. Cooks, I think I might have freed him if you really look at it. Maybe yeah. I, I was there. I saw it with my own eyes. I was like, what are you doing over here? Not good. Not good. <laughs> I wonder what this era is going to be looked back on in like 50 years. It's Before like, COVID, I thought it was going to be real. I think I thought it was just going to look really stupid. Like I was yeah. like, it's going to look like the dumbest time in American politics ever. Mm-hmm. But then coronavirus made it all really, really serious. So No, I, but I, I mean, I this no is the clue. incel era. Yeah. yeah, the era of the incel. Where yeah. everyone's the on the, the internet incel. just yeah. getting angrier and yeah. more unfuckable by the day. Yeah, even hot people are acting like incels. Yeah. Yeah, it it's... Well, it'll be interesting because 
with social media, like we'll look back on something that happened in the early 1900s. There's just not as much information yeah. as there is now. So there's things we'll look back on and be like, this is the way it was. And we don't even think about like, well, about 45% of the country disagreed with that. Yeah. I don't so know. now when you see both, I wonder if it'll just be looked back on. It depends on what the future holds. If things get dumber. like Yeah. I think, I think it's going to show the internet had a huge negative effect on our political discourse. If, if anything, things will kind of even out with the internet. People will kind of understand how to use it. And then this time will be looked back on as uh, like internet yeah. being crazy more than any specific people being good or bad. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that the hardcore, like I think the, the Republican senators right now who are not, who are saying the election wasn't real or not congratulating Biden. They're going to look on pretty badly in history, I think. I think, I think it may be looked back on as um, peop like people who were... This is all the result of the internet. Donald Trump is a result of internet culture. Yeah. People believe in conspiracies are a result of internet culture. Yeah, but the cowardice of senators who know better... Like that's, that's why history yeah. is going to judge them poorly. They know better. They know that the election happened and like all of tr these Trump lawsuits don't fucking mean anything. But the fact yeah. that they're still going with it because they're afraid of their voters and afraid of him, like that's the kind of short-term political cynicism that with historical context yeah. is going to make them look really, really Well, bad. also kind of the dirty secret no one wants, uh, that they don't want anyone to know is that election fraud happens in probably every election. It does, for probably sure. Probably not, like, almost definitely not to the degree where right. it would have cost Trump the election mm -hmm. here. Of but course. But that's why if he like... He knows he could say this, and they'll find enough evidence to right. get people to go, yeah, there was voter fraud, because there probably was. Well, that's Trump's, I don't want to say genius, but he's good at finding a germ of truth and just like yeah. way Exploiting. overstating what yeah. it is. He's a pro wrestler. Yes, he's a pro wrestler. When I was yeah. wrestling, that's what you, I was taught as a bad guy, to get people to believe why you're being the villain. Tell them a grain of truth, and they'll believe the lie. Yeah, that's literally exactly yeah. what he fucking does. And he's in yeah. the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's why, man. Yeah. He was booed like, as his acceptance speech. That's what they, like, people kind of like, like, Trump was actually beloved before he ran for president. I was like, no, he was pretty widely despised. If you watch his WWE acceptance, they're booing him savagely. Uh, well, that was also, WWE fans are just so like, if you're an outsider coming into our world, like the Hall of Fame, right. they'll boo the celebrities all the time. I just think Trump was kind of like a wrestling heel as not a person David Arquette. even before not no they wrestling fans hate david arquette no they don't yeah they do yeah they do <laughs> i, I actually weirdly I, I just did research on this and yeah they really don't like him no, yeah they I, think I it was Googled him and he's he's cool <laughs> <laughs> just some a plus contributions from joe this episode yeah. <laughs> i think it's all okay may joe rest in peace yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. forever rest in actually peace. it's cool yeah. thank you joe all right yeah. <laughs> um no trump in wrestling he was they he always trump always Joe's feuded really with just vince. playing the hits this episode yeah. <laughs> we're just hanging out man <laughs> trump always feuded with vince or trump was always cheered in wrestling yeah because yes. Vince was always Weirdly, the heel. they didn't cast him as the heel in the in the actual wrestling. Stuff, yeah, he was never the in heel in real life. In the tabloids, yes. he was like not liked. He was like a, a heel. Like he was like a fun, hateable celebrity, like a Kardashian or something. Yeah, but it was there's a weird thing where before the internet, there were so many celebrities who did terrible things, but we just kind of like thought positively of them. Right. Well, I think we also go overboard with scrutinizing and punishing celebrities now. Yeah. Like, uh, in a way that we don't examine people as human and allow them to have flaws. Like the whole, like, I, mean, I get Ellen's probably a dickhead, but like someone was like tweeting about like, how dare they give her show an award? It's like probably because it was the best daytime show. It's like, why yeah. do you fucking want this yeah. person's career impacted? Because she's mean. Oh, yeah, because she, so she's, she's gay. So yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> get after her for being a woman or something. Yeah. <laughs> but that like, um, 
But yeah, I don't know. As so as in terms of like what history will look back on, it's 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 gonna be looked on like I think that the first like half of the Trump presidency, like there's gonna be like a lot of like all those like weird plot lines that didn't go anywhere are just gonna be seen as really yeah. frivolous, like yeah. uh like a lot of the Russiagate stuff and like yeah. I don't know. Like I'm curious if it'll Paul be Manafort and Roger Stone. I'm curious if it'll like, be that Trump was the result of this crazy internet outrage age and it's seen as more about a commentary on that than it is about Trump. No, I think Trump's going to go down as like a huge fucking figure. He's going to go down, honestly, as one of the most Yeah, but I think he'll be like representative like, of the time. They're going to say like for a president who's only served one term, he'd, he's going to he's had the biggest impact on American He's history. literally yeah. one of the most important yeah. people in history. And like yeah. and it's going to have like resi- like like re- there's going to be reverberations of his actions for yeah. years to come. Yeah. Even after like maybe even Well, he's not going to do the president like just fade into the sunset thing. He's going to be on Twitter screaming every day. I think he like, should be like when a pro wrestler loses the title but thinks they were cheated so they come out with a fake title belt anyway. Like I want Trump to like have a fake dude, Oval I was office. thinking how funny it would be in a year if he's just out of the news he's like how do I get in the news and he does a concession speech like out of the blue. <laughs> like, no, like, I think he should act like he's the president still and just give orders to the military have his fake oval office. He walks walk around <laughs> with like a Burger King crown. Yeah. <laughs> he's still claiming he's the president and just giving yeah. directives. Yeah. Just hanging out by the White House. Yeah. Writing Making executive copies of the uh, White House. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Writing like exec- when George came in like the day when after he quit his job. <laughs> yeah. Writing executive orders and holding up being like, this is what we're doing now. What we're doing. What? Come on. Come on, you guys. Or just I'm like. still the president. Yeah. Or the day the day when like Biden passes the law. He's like, actually, I passed it. It was me. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all. <laughs> yeah, that would be the funnier thing for him to do. But also, it's like, you know, four years ago, the DNC, like, completely rigged their election. So, like, as far as him, like, I saw Stephen Colbert cried about him not accepting the, uh, the results. The results. And Colbert did, I can't do this. Tonight. I got to be really serious. That's a problem. It's destroying Liberals our democracy. Liberals are really good at having a point and just blowing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're really good at, like, being right, but being really annoying about it. Yeah, but the... And I then, mean, like, they did the exact same thing fucking four years ago. Exactly. And, like, they were like... And they were like, well, there's there, there's no voter fraud this time. It's like, so Russia didn't interfere at all? This time, Russia yeah. didn't yeah, interfere. Yeah, that Russia thing was a dumb conspiracy thing. But, like, I will say it's different, because Hillary did... And I hate to give Hillary Clinton any that she fucking, actually conceded. she actually fucking conceded in yeah, a way more shocking but election. That, but that's the thing, is that... Like liberals will, or not even liberals, just like people in politics the media, in the system. It's the media. Is just it? people within the system will do the things that you technically should do, but then behind the scenes do all the same stuff Trump is doing. Trump just won't do the uh, like courtesy thing. Kind of, but it is important just because like conceding does allow there to be like a transfer of power and like a transition. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like, not, like, but Biden isn't getting fucking briefed right now just because Trump doesn't want to f- concede. Yeah. And that's like that that's actually fair, has yeah. like tangible fucking yeah. consequences. Yeah. But I mean, just overall, also, as far it's as so a, ironic yeah. that Mitch McConnell's like all of our senators won. That was legitimate. But we have to wait and see that about too, Biden. Yeah. It's like, dude, you are. It was so the same. <laughs> it was the same exact ballot. <laughs> yeah. how did, how did all, all of those were all of those were counted correctly. All but the, the top one wasn't there's something fishy going on with the main part. But the rest was great. Congrats yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. Bitch McConnell, I call him. Yeah. Bitch Mitch McTurtle, folks. Huh? Mm. You should yeah. write for Colbert. Thank you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How?
how is Colbert doing that, dude? He used to be like the most irreverent, funny guy. That's the, yeah. His just politics change everyone, man. But his yeah. old show is political. Uh, the Colbert. Yeah, Report. he's always but he been, wasn't being himself. He got to be like a character and hide behind. But satire. even still, on his old show, he was like the points he was making, the stuff he was it was deep, it was nuanced, and now it's just extremely shallow. It's just repeating the cable news point, like it's almost in a like joke he gets briefed form. by yeah. MSNBC. Not and, like, even. It's almost like he's just having like a casual conversation about it too. It's not even like comedy as much as yeah. it is. Well, maybe yeah. yeah, it's a maybe lot of like. It, well, Mr. President, uh, we'll think about that when you're in jail. And yeah. It's like oh, and they, I loved Colbert's old show Colbert and, and him as like a genius. and him as a person. I feel like he's a great guy. It's just I maybe it was all the writers in Comedy Central and he doesn't have them anymore. I think he's kind of like a curmudgeonly boomer kind of guy. Not a bad guy by any means, yeah. but like just kind of like a like a like a curt stepdad. Yeah, it seems like he <laughs> believes in the system a lot now, and a very he didn't seem man. Not well, didn't the seem like he did worked before. out great for him, I guess. Yeah. But it didn't seem like he believed in the system at all when he was on the Colbert Report. I was, yeah. I mean, well, what was great about Colbert was like I actually had Republican friends who liked the show, yeah, because it was just a comedy show and just yeah. a funny send up of the media, like the like a, like the Fox News media, but it was like. Right. It was more laughing about them than just being like, Mr. Orange Trump, you're fired. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, and it was just silly. Yeah. I, I like Colbert best when it was silly. Like when you do those countdowns of like the five things you need to be afraid of. And just like number one every week was bears. Right. Yeah. That was such a funny yeah. game. Like, I also loved him like, interviewing just, congressmen and like fucking with them to their face. Yeah. Well, and yeah. like how like he would like introduce them and then like he would like make like the walk over to them and yeah. like, soak in the applause and shake everyone's hand. That was yeah. the funny. That was so, it was so funny and so nuanced and like. How he would call, like, you know, George W. Bush, like, you know, Papa Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like when Obama George was like, uh oh, trouble ahead with Obama. Yeah. You know, it was Bill like, O'Reilly. It was funny. It was like, yeah, Bill, he would call Bill O'Reilly Papa Bear. Oh, I just went yeah. to Walmart yesterday and I looked at the book section. It's wild. Oh, it's yeah. all Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, yeah, yeah. Phil it. Robertson from Duck Dynasty's what autobiography. Those, what the fuck <laughs> are those books Bill O'Reilly writes? Like, killing Lincoln, killing Nixon. Killing yeah. Nixon. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, how, like, like, it's how like, Ameri- now? like how our society is like killing the ideals of these presidents. Is it's, that what it is? Yeah, I think so. What a weird um, but every, second career. Every time I've ever been to a book section anywhere that's not a bookstore, it's all Bill O'Reilly books. That's so because like I mean, the like only people, a flea market yeah. bookstore is killing Lincoln everywhere. Walmart yeah. bookstore. Books still big. Yeah, because the only people that buy physical books are like boomers, and like that's the kind of stuff they oh, want to yeah, read about. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, people yeah. like like I feel like us like if we were to get something, we get it on like a Kindle or an ebook. Um, like, I'll who get books. Like f- I'll get books like if a biography of like a someone I know. I like a new get, book comes. I usually read yeah. like sports books mostly. I'd say I mostly consume audio books, but I do like a physical book now and then. If I'm like going to the beach or a cafe or something like that, you yeah, know? yeah. Like in terms of like just like buying books regularly, like in, impulse yeah. buys. No, like, not yeah, really. Like that, that's like what they stock at Walmart. Like you're not going to yeah. go to Walmart just to go book shopping. <laughs> exactly. So like yeah. imagine that yeah. person. The only time I've ever so bought like, yeah. books, it's always online. Like, oh, the, the exactly. Yeah. Right. So like, that's yeah. like yeah. where those books exist. But like in terms of like Bill O'Reilly's books, like he yeah. just put them in a Walmart because a boomer is more likely to impulse buy a book. Than that's someone fair. Like yeah. Us. I've never been walking around a Walmart. And although I did buy a DVD when I was there. Yeah. I bought, that, I, like, I've also bought these. Those are like the yes. books of our generation. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. you know, people, like, you know, 10 years younger than us, yeah. they're not going to impulse buy a DVD. DVDs are 
explicitly only for our exact age range, like yeah. 28 to 36. Yeah. So the only but it was also a great DVDs. deal. It was all eight American pies for, oh for, 15, <laughs> for $15. You'd be losing money if you didn't buy it. That's true. You would be losing money. That, it's all all of the American pies. All of Damn, them. Remember when Shannon Elizabeth showed off her incredible body in that Oh, movie? hell yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, but they're watching, all rapists in that first movie. I mean, right? not Shut even up, the, not yeah. just the first one, <laughs> not just the first one. I watched I watched back Bandcamp. That's the first straight to DVD one. The entire premise of the movie is a sex crime. Oh my god! The whole thing is uh, the cool guy has to go to Bandcamp as a punishment, or he's going to get expelled. And the reason he doesn't want to get expelled is because that means no senior prom and no senior parties. Uh. So he has to do this Bandcamp thing. But to still be cool while he's going to Bandcamp, he puts cameras in the girls' locker room and he's going to make a movie about the band girls gone wild oh my god <laughs> did he well no by the end of the movie he actually becomes friends with the band kids and realizes that that's not the way he should live his life it's actually a really good movie yeah <laughs> i right. hate morals all right yeah I'm sure it's like, he learns his lesson I, I, i'm matt i love you but i'm not taking that recommendation <laughs> <laughs> i am not gonna check out the band camp. Well, the sequel is... There's 15 the ne- American Pie movies? There's eight, and one just... Ca- uh, Girls' Rules just came out on Netflix a couple months ago, so oh, there's sorry, nine, sorry, yeah. but the DVD set was eight of them. Um, the one after band camp is Naked Ma, with the opening scene, uh, he's masturbating and uh, with headphones on. His parents walk in, and he didn't realize they were there, and he turns around, the headphones fly up, and he jizzes in his grandma's face and kills her. <laughs> they should have called Harold and Kumar Asian Pie. <laughs> You're waiting for me to finish that just yeah, to yeah, say yeah. that. <laughs> Asian I wouldn't mind a, a new Harold and Kumar movie now that they're mm. old ass fucks. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought Harold, they have, like maybe Harold they find and, like their kids' weed and yeah. shit. Yeah, oh, that'd be fun. Harold, I thought he was they the Asian. Bill and Ted there was an Asian guy in American Pie, and for a while I thought they were the same guy. The guy who inv- the said MILF in the original American oh, Pie. Oh, the guy who said, oh, but he said Mirf? Mirf. Mirf. Mommy, I like you. Mommy, I like you. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, fun. Uh, Harold and Kumar like a reboot uh, thing like that, just for like us who really liked it, like the Jane Silent Bob reboot. I think if you liked Kevin Smith movies and Jane Silent Bob, you liked that. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I thought it was fun. I thought it was horrific. I never saw it. We, J- Dalton and I reviewed it on the show. Although I mostly don't like Kevin Smith movies. Mm. Now that I rewatch, I don't like Kevin Smith at all as a person. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he died of that heart attack. <laughs> Look, Kevin Agent Smith. Yeah. I hate how long... <laughs> I hate how Kevin Smith takes forever to write a comic book, and he claims to love comics so much, but he can never get his stories out on time, and he leaves story arcs hanging. I've heard he's a bad comic book writer. I hate his stories. His comic books... Like, he wrote a Green Arrow story arc that was decent, but it took way too long to get out, and everything after that has been diminishing returns. I love his tweet that's like... Ten years into our marriage, I'm still poning my wife's taint and cunt area. I know. <laughs> I just I was in a good age group to have seen. Like, I saw Clerks two. Oh, when I was like Jane Silent eleven Pop. to fourteen, those yeah. were the greatest. The, I couldn't think of a better. Thing movie. is, I saw Clerks two before seeing the first Clerks, so mm. I liked the second one better. Because I remember I saw, liking Clerks yeah. one just because I was like, this is like a good movie. When I was yeah. thirteen, I was like, oh. 
this is like like a good movie, like yeah. a best yeah. picture winner or something. <laughs> and then you rewatch it, and it's just like, so uh, what if uh, Chewbacca jerked off in your uh, in your in your mouth, and uh, and what if R two D two did anal? <laughs> That's like the whole movie. I don't know. I love like the mind just, games Randall like, yeah, would play come, with how them. How come everyone in 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 Kevin Smith's universe is as big a fucking nerd as he is? We're yeah. like just yeah. like casual fucking people yeah. are having deep psychological conversations this, about flux capacitors yeah. and it's like who the f- how often do you like casually talk it's about it's not even the shit. two main guys it's like someone who just walked into the fucking convenience store right. like hey cat this flick's awesome <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. that was true in clerks too the guy just randomly walks in who also happens to love everything about lord of the rings yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly dude kevin smith is just like like hemingway used to write books about how everyone's an alcoholic just because i think he was like oh a fantasy world where everyone drinks 20 gins in the morning and kevin smith is like the same way we're like everyone loves fucking lord of the rings yeah. although now i guess that's kind of true it's just yeah, everyone yeah. loves comic books and smoking weed and saying and flicks yeah flicks. there shouldn't be more than one character in a movie that says flicks yeah and all of his fucking characters <laughs> say it there I are just a lot of artists who are damaged people who write as if the entire world is as damaged as they are i mean that's which what, is great yeah that's what tarantino does like his first movie true Tr- i guess not that much but his first movie true romance is like uh a movie a guy a movie nerd uh hires a prostitute but she falls in love with him and then he becomes cool (laughs) (laughs) it's like this is such virgin fantasy yeah but uh but but the difference is tarantino like it wasn't just about that that was like window dressing to like a really cool crime plot line that was like really really good yeah whereas like a lot of the other like fantasy writer i mean like and hemingway is a great novelist but like Kevin Smith is just like, just like, dude, this is just you writing yourself over and over again, and in this like, you know, retarded plot where or nerds get hot chicks. I and wonder, like, if, and like yeah. nerds are like the coolest person. Everyone the ner- knows. Yeah, yeah, the nerds are cool, but not even any reason. It's just because nerds are cool because everyone on Earth loves how they talk about Star Wars. Yeah, everyone <laughs> loves Star Wars, so nerds are the coolest people for they love Star Wars the most. Yeah, <laughs> and, and what's funny is like now Star Wars is insanely popular, but those kinds of nerds are still not cool because they're yeah. ugly. Right, yeah. they're still fucking, <laughs> and like they're all fucking nerdy. But well, and they're also like have a shitty attitude about. That's the thing. You know? It's like the shitty attitude of those kinds of nerds. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why. And you know, nerds for the most part are very low confidence. You know, <clears throat> not me. But uh, but and and all people want is confidence. And you know who are the worst people though. But they are actually cool, but I hate them, is the high-confidence nerds. You know, the ones who are like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, really into comic books and Adventure Time and shit. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, shut the fuck a up, A brony. Dude. Yes, a brony. A brony. Yeah. I yep. hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I hate well, nerds. I'm a jock through and through. <laughs> dude, I, I want to fucking jock. crack some fucking skulls when they that was always Well, I went to college with yeah. a shitload of nerds. And before that, I was like, oh, cool, a college of all nerds. And after, like, college, I was like fucking i'm so done with this it was always weird because i grew i'm like a huge sports fan but i was never very athletic yeah so i had like all the same interests as the jocks but the same athletic ability as the nerds that's funny so i kind of got along with everyone i remember in high school i had like uh one of our gym classes we all had football teams i was one of the captains and i picked a lot of the nerdy kids who never got picked and my idea was i was going to get them involved i would throw passes to them and i would just like it would just drop it and cost us the game i was like oh this is why no one talks to you guys right right wow damn i would have fucking slammed him to the ground yeah Yeah. (laughs) so matt what you're saying is you were jewish yes basically Did you um, see that family? <laughs> there were there were like kids who I picked who I tried to get involved and they seemed like grateful for it. But then like halfway through the year, they were just like standing on the side not playing. We had half of our players because they didn't want to play anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever see that family guy? I hate to quote family guy, but this was such a good one where 
Stewie goes to an all Jewish school <laughs> and he does he plays sports. Oh, just and all he, he Jewish just sta- Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's just standing there, no one kick- and he just lightly taps the soccer ball and then it cuts to a trophy best athlete of the year. <laughs> yeah. When I was in Hebrew school, we had to do like a biography on someone who had a biography in the Hebrew school library, and I was looking everywhere for a sports one because it's all I really cared about right. at that time. And I found this we like had Sandy Koufax. No, uh, no, that we didn't have one of Sandy Koufax. Oh, okay. Um. So I guess yeah, there have been a couple of big. Ones. But the one I found was a guy named Mo Berg. He was like a minor league baseball <laughs> player who also was like a spy in World War II or something. Oh, that's cool. But it was like that's, how do you, that's you, what a black guy says when Aaron Bird gets off yeah. and wants to do more time. <laughs> Mo Berg. Yo, let me get Mo Berg. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny to me that a minor league baseball player was a good enough athlete to, as a Jew right, to have an yeah. entire book written wow, about him. The greatest athlete we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Berg. <laughs> They just put him in because he sounds like a jerky boy's noise. Yes. <laughs> Malberg! <laughs> Sandy Koufax was, like, mentioned throughout my... If you're uh, if you're Jewish and you like sports, that's all people tell you. You know, Sandy Koufax wouldn't pitch on Yom Kippur. That's and funny. as I got older, I'm like, he should have pitched in the World Series. Right, right. I don't give a shit about that's Yom fun, Kippur. Yeah. <laughs> I don't roll on Shabbos. That's yeah. a great Jewish athlete, that fictional character from Big Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the great Jewish athletes are fictional characters. I bet there's more great fictional Jewish athletes. I mean, talking about like, I feel like a lot of a lot of Hollywood Jewish writers are like, okay, and one of these Jewish guys are great at sports. Adam, San- Adam Sandler and <laughs> yes, exactly. Crazy Nights yes. is a great Jewish athlete. <laughs> Happy Gilmore also. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, great Jewish athlete. <laughs> I'll bet there's more great Jewish athletes in Adam Sandler's filmography <laughs> than in all of sports history. Yeah. Happy Gilmore is simultaneously what he's a great Jewish two sport athlete. Yeah, hockey he's great and golf. All right, that movie's a little far fetched now. If you ask me, <laughs> a Jewish guy who's good at two sports. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Jewish guys can't be good at two sports, man. Yeah. <laughs> Although his thing is, uh, because I was also friends with a lot of nerds, I thought I was better at sports than I was. Right. Like if you just play yes. a lot of sports, you'll be better at people than people Dude, who that's never the story play of my sports. Life. I'm always the nerdiest guy in a group of jocks, and always like the most like masculine guy in a group of nerds. Yeah, I can play if I play basketball with people who never really play basketball, I'll be good. But if I play with anyone who plays, I'm like average to below average. I actually yeah. was. I played in a Jewish basketball league in high school, and that was yeah. the. Because uh, I couldn't make the high school basketball team. Like, I failed miserably. Right, right, And then right. I still made the Jewish basketball team. There were no tryouts. Believe it or not, there weren't a lot of Jews playing in the basketball right, right, league. Right, yeah. um, I was the big man. Yeah. <laughs> I was able to be a power forward in That's a Jewish Jews basketball did, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was what they did because they want to save money and get only one man instead of five men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we really need five guys out there? How about yeah. this one big man? <laughs> also, I've told this story on stage, so I feel a little bit hacky saying it on the pipe. But it is, this is true. Every I did that t- earlier with yeah? TV 9-11. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> every team in the Jewish basketball is true. There were five teams, so they named us all after a different book of the Torah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on Team Exodus, and we played against Genesis, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and Numbers. Oh, my God. <laughs> my money's on Deuteronomy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> It was uh, strangely... Also, I fouled a kid in the first game, and all the Jewish mothers thought I was, like, a horrible person. Really? Because it was a hard foul. And I played... I wasn't, like, crazy tough, but I played basketball on the street in Queens. It's like a hard foul is a normal thing. Oh, yeah. But with Jewish kids and their moms, it was like, this monster is playing against my son. He raped my son. (laughs) (laughs) May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. (laughs) 
Joe, what's your athletic background? I had to play fucking Little League Baseball as a kid. I hated that <laughs> yeah. shit. I hated that. You had I was, to? I also really didn't like sports very I much. I hated that shit, dude. I was what like, do you mean fuck. you had to? Like your parents made My you? My dad enrolled me in Little League. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you're going to enjoy this. I'm like, this fucking sucks. I hate sports, dude. Yeah. Like, to this day, I'm still like bored by it. Aside from like wrestling and uh, professional uh, cage fighting. Yeah, I, I could give a fuck, really. I, 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 it's so boring. To I me. had fun in little. So me and my little brother both played little league, and I was into it. And my brother was not. We say he played second base, not the position, like the actual base. He would sit down, and then when he was in the field, yeah. <laughs> there was one play when the ball was hit right past him, and his whole team looked at him, and he just pointed at it like, "There it is. What do you want? What yeah. do you want me to do?" Yeah. <laughs> Come on, go get it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, go get it. Uh, he was it. the Jewish athlete in our family. Yeah, like, is that Queens or Jewish? Both, probably. Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I'm sitting here. Yeah, um, but yeah, I um, I loved every sport. What is the just Queen's was- accent? Is it the same? Is it like the King of Queens? Kevin James. Yeah, it's kind of come on. What are you doing? What are we doing? Oh my life, I will be coming home to you. <laughs> I guess I don't know because I don't. I've had people always comment on my voice accent or whatever, and I don't yeah. know where it because it's not Queens or Long Island. No, it's That's not, where it's I just grew retarded. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What about the Qu- King of Queens Gambit and he's playing chess? The King of Queens Gambit? Yeah. <laughs> what is? Oh, uh, yeah. I saw Queens Gambit. I haven't seen it yet, but it's like a thing people are talking about. It's about some broad who plays chess. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great show, girls. Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> great. Is it yeah. supposed That's to be what a, you came up with? <laughs> is it supposed to be a girl power thing? I heard that it's about her. Like She takes some drug or something and she plays chess. I really don't know anything about it. Joe, do you know... I'm not going to watch something with a chick in it, dude. Hell yeah. This what is very that, on. What about that Nurse Ratched show? They like spun Nurse off Ratched? Of, you know One Floor of the Cuckoo's it's Nest? It's a prequel to One Floor yeah, of the Cuckoo's Yeah, it's a prequel Nest. where they turn Nurse Ratched into like, an, like a... Like a hero. Like, no, she's... Yeah, yeah. She's like the hero. She's like, actually, she's this way. Oh, so I think I saw One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest trending, I guess because there's a new show referencing it. It's, that's a, it's a, such a weird property to make a franchise out of. Like, What's it's, a, it's just a like a... a bad person to make a franchise. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like... I'm sure it's gonna be sympathetic to her. Yeah, she's like a she's like one of his. Uh, she's also barely in one floor of the cuckoo's nest. She's only in like five scenes right. of that movie. She's yeah, I barely even know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's so weird. It's be, it's also like it's also like yeah, why are they spinning off like just a prestige drama into like this weird horror thing? Um, but yeah, Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I have no idea what that's about at all. What else? Are there, I haven't seen the last show. I watched The Boys. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Uh, on I'm watching Prime. Hannibal. That that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> because you support the cops. I do <laughs> now. Yeah, what after watching the show. show, wasn't there talk about how the show would struggle to come back after because they can't really put like do a show with cops in a positive light yeah. after this? It's funny. All they did was defund the police TV shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it could all, be something else. Yeah, buddy cop movies are done. Defund the police. That's what they did. Yeah, Bad Boys is still probably because it's two black cops. That's gonna be the. I mean, that, that's gonna be like one of the number one movies of the year still. Bad Boys for Life. Bad yeah, Bo- yeah, yeah. I saw that. Was I saw that? It was the biggest box office hit till Tenet. It's probably so. It's probably gonna be number two. No, yeah. no, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it did better. Sonic's a front runner for best picture. It Bad did Boys, better than it came out in 2020. I saw it. I don't remember. It who came it was out early. like in the first three weeks of. Okay, I didn't yeah. remember if it was early this year or last year when I saw it. Yeah, I just see Bad Boys Two was my. That was another one. I saw Bad Boys Two before I saw the first Bad Boys. Right. Okay. Um, but that oh my was God. My, you love seeing these things out of order. No, it's just he when, just loves prequels, so he <laughs> gives them. <to> himself. <laughs> That's funny. 
just make your own prequels. Yeah, it's just the age that I was when like Bad Boys came out in like '97. Yeah. I was seven. I saw Bad Boys two when I was fifteen. You see I Rush just, Hour one or two first? Uh, I think one. I think I saw that in order. Fuck, I saw Rush Hour two first. I think. I I don't remember. Rush Hour two was a way bigger impact. I never heard of the first Rush Hour. I saw the Austin Powers in order. I saw Goldmember first, so it's still my favorite. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I think Goldmember is the worst one. I love. I it. think The Spy Who Shagged Me is my favorite. They're all great. And they kind of blend together. Like they're all the same that, thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fat Bastard doesn't come in until the second one. Yeah. There's and he, some and he's stuff. An iconic part. Mini Me doesn't come in until yeah. the second yeah. one. Yeah. Like, that's why I like the Spy Who Shagged Me because all the iconic characters and like that's like the definitive Doctor Evil. In yeah. That one. Like singing just the two of us. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. one has Joe Son throwing the shoe? The first one. Yeah. First one. I yeah. love that. Do you know anything about that guy? Yeah, yeah he's show? in jail for murder, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you save it for Cumbtown, dude? We're our own thing. <laughs> did they talk, well, about, did when they he talk fought, about this on Cumbtown? Yes, they did. Uh, yeah. well, when he fought in UFC, do you know about that? Did they, no. t- did they talk about that on Cumbtown? No. We can so talk he about he this. did fight on in UFC, and he's maybe his most famous fight is uh, he went against a guy Keith Hackney. This is back in the No Rules UFC days. First, his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was an epic battle as well. Um, but Keith Hackney pries open his legs and holds it in a bridge and just com- goes to town in his nuts. Oh my just punches God. him repeatedly in the nuts and Joe San tapped oh my out. God, that's crazy. Yeah, the, I mean, but then in hindsight, it's like someone should have been punching him in the nuts this whole time. He wouldn't have raped anyone. <laughs> that's how. That's how That'd you be do. A funny like punishment for rape. You just have to get punched Punch repeatedly in the, nuts, in the yeah. balls. Jesus. Yeah. And okay. It wouldn't be an appropriate punishment, but how funny would it have been to see that Harvey Weinstein go through that? <laughs> Didn't he? When Come he on, that, no. Wasn't that what happened? Not when the he, nut punch. That's what Kelly Bachman did to him. Yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. That's where you were going, that Joe. That's exactly where I was going, you yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Yeah. We are at time. Matt, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, Comedy Fight Club. Uh, we're doing the live shows. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and we're posting. Uh, it's all secret locations, but especially now that we have to be indoors during a lockdown, it's probably going to be very illegal. But message us, and uh, if you're if we don't think you're a narc, we'll tell you where it is. Yeah. Um, you can follow the watch show on Guest Digital Network. Um, also my podcast, I do the Super Seniors with Bobby Sheehan, Mark Henley, and Ben Miller, and Joe Gorman's on our most recent episode. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and who's on first podcast, sports podcast I do with another comedian, Anthony Passaretti. Nice. Well, thanks for filling in, uh, Matt. Yeah, I'm sorry Dalton and Joe couldn't be here today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, I'm curious to see uh, who the f- future contestants are to replace Dalton on the podcast. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, yeah, wow. Um, it'll be... A spooky mystery. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We should take bets on how long it takes before Dalton dies of an overdose in Texas. Uh, all right. Okay. I don't want you guys making fun of me when I'm on the show. <laughs> Robbie. Robbie. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, you guys are mean to me. <laughs> Joe. Can't do that. Joe, 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 Joe. <laughs> all right. Bye. <laughs>